Welcome to today's episode of the Fitness Business Advice Podcast. Today's episode is a great one. Uh, we've got a good friend of ours, um, Matthew Nuttall, Matt Nuttall, um, great PT. He talks down a lot of the stuff he's achieved, um, but there's not many things that most trainers want to do that Matt hasn't done. International level trainers, competed at a high level, celebrity trainer, online trainer, a thousand hours in gyms, just one thing after another, um, he's ticked it off and he's done it all with what you'll see is a big smile on his face and a great sort of shining personality, which is uh, why he's such a great guest for us on this show, uh, on this episode. Um, before we get into that, before you get into the good stuff, um, as always, I'm just here to go over some of the boring stuff with you. So for more information on mentoring and working and building your business with me and Rick, uh, head over to Rick's website, it's slash mentoring, slash mentoring. Um, you can sign up there. We've got a full online portal with hours and hours and hours of me and Rick talking, but there's also some great templates, everything you ever need from developing products, how to make sales, how to market, um, the back end, managing your finances, managing your own business, hiring people. Um, if you're going to go, if you're taking the step up from being a good personal trainer to a busy, fully booked, top-end PT, from a PT to owning a gym, from a PT to online, from never coach anybody to being a PT, it's all there for you online. So give us a shout. Um, our social media information is always on the description of the episode. Um, otherwise, get us on the Gmail, which is fitnessbusinessadvice at gmail.com, or go straight to the website. That's it from me. Um, strap yourselves in. Um, Matt's got some great advice. And like I say, from a super experienced, really nice guy um, in a lovely setting, actually. You get some better visuals on this one if you're watching. Um, so enjoy the uh, episode. And that's it. <laughs> See you in a bit. Enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fitness Business Advice podcast as always i'm rick i'm lloyd and today in sunny climates <laughs> yeah. absolutely pissing us off <laughs> lo siento lo siento no lo siento <laughs> <laughs> we are we're joined by uh, mr matt nuttall how are you doing matt i'm very well thank you very much what have i got to complain about really <laughs> Apart from the fact I've been eaten alive by mosquitoes, oh, which you can't see, I won't put that on camera because it's harrowing. Looks terrible, to be fair. I mean, yeah. what can you do? I'm not even I'm not even facing the right way around. I've done this <laughs> on purpose, obviously, but you don't want to really look at my bedroom, so um, this is a bit bit of a better view, isn't it? And if I put my head down there, I could live the dream and say that I've got a bit of a, a top knot. <laughs> 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 for the guys who can't see it, for the guys that are listening, Matt sat on his balcony in Marbella, where, where he lives, and me and Rick have both sat in our offices in Manchester, so yeah. uh, he's rubbing it in the, just a The sun's bit. literally um, glistening off my shiny bald head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me, me and Lloyd are in the rain um, in Stockport and Manchester, mm. and Matt, you're out in... Marbella, yeah. Marbella, indeed. I'm here. I made it after mm. um, after so many years of of not umming and ahhing because I've been, you know yourself, like I've been in um, a, 
a situation whereby I was um, governed by the visa situation I had going on with America. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a five year long battle and it's still not, it's still not um, sorted, but I come to the realization that nothing changes unless I change something. And um, funnily enough, it's my contact in Los Angeles, Tony Jeffries, who's put me in contact with another guy here. You might know um, Tom Stalker, Olympic team captain. He's put me in touch with him and I've ended up coming here and uh, just I'm starting all over again from fresh at the ripe old age of 41. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I'm here now. That's it. But for people that don't know Matt, I, this fucking hell, the intro would be nuts, wouldn't it? You were you UK or British champ kickboxer? Well, no, never. Um, I won a couple of tournaments. Like um, one was the Revolution um, tournament. There was a Yorkshire Championship in there. I got a silver. Probably my greatest achievement. Greatest achievement. achievement. When I look back now, right, all that shit's all folded up in a box, like covered in (laughs) dust. Um, oh, there's a little shrine at home my dad has actually on the windowsill in the front bedroom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I guess I, I got a, a national silver medal and a national That's bronze medal. And bron- bronze, silver and gold meant that you could qualify for the England squad for kickboxing. So two years on the trot, I, I made the England team and, and went to mm-hmm. represent my country Um and fight for my country. Fight. I used to have went to fight for my country. <laughs> In the you trenches. Saying that shit. Don't you? You get slapped for saying that. I went mm. to fight for my country. And then you've done a bit of bodybuilding as well? Yeah. Like, so, so my last fight was in 2011. I got knocked out bad. I won't, <laughs> I won't deny it. And, you know, I saw the look in my wife's eyes and uh, I had drunken piss-head friends trying to lift me up off the floor like I could carry on but I was completely out cold and then at the same time I had my wife who thought she'd lost me and I was gone and I, and I didn't get paid off the promoter the money that I was owed and I thought you know what this is a not worth it. like it's not worth it you know mm. amateur life it's not like I'm um, going to get an OLY after my name or anything like that mm. and it's all pay out pay out pay out and then for a year, I was lost because um, I had nothing to do. But I'd always like li- like enjoyed training weights and like the bodybuilding split routine. I'd always done that since I was about eighteen. So um, I thought I'll go and try a competition. I'll go and paint myself like mahogany, and I'll go and throw my underpants on. And I'll go and stand in front of loads of people and uh, <laughs> you know prance around and show them what. It took me five years to actually get anywhere, and I, I won. Um, the over 35s um, men's physique category in 2018, I think it was. Very nice. Yeah, and then came fourth in the um, British Nationals as well. Very good. Yeah. Bit of everything. And then you've done some great work, as you've already mentioned, across the pond in LA with uh, Tony Jeffries. He's yeah, a with Tony and big did name in boxing. Frank Grillo, the, the actor, uh, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. So me and Frank Grillo had a chat um, which is random as fuck about um, the similarities uh, between growing up in the Bronx where he grew up and Rochdale where I grew up. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, that was one of our conversations. It was a good cool conversation. And then I offered him out. I said, "Do you want to fight? Like, do you want to do some sparring?" I and he just... can th- he can throw hands, guy. He's, he's got a bit. 
Yeah, and and the funniest bit was like when I when I look back, the, the best bit about this story, right, is that I pecked his head for about three days, right, to get in the ring, and I should have just said, "You look good on the mitts. Do you want to do some mitts, right?" But I thought he's already doing mitts, yeah. So let's do some uh, let's do some sparring. So I asked him if he spars, right? He's never met me before. Just some big six foot two English kickboxer, right? Comes up to him and says, "Hey, you look good on the mitts. Do you do any sparring?" He was like, "Hell yeah, I do sparring." I was like, you "Fancy doing a bit of what?" So I've just basically gone in there, done it all wrong, and offered him out, right? Yeah. And then for the, for the period of the, uh, for the period of three days after that, I felt like he was trying to dodge me. I thought this shitbag's dodging me, right? <laughs> so I uh, I pecked his head, and the, and the day that I did the the sparring with him, um, I'd I'd spent all my money going over to America, and I thought this I need to get media attention for my visa and all that. Um, and here I am, I've rocked up and I've got nothing, right? It's four days in and I've got fuck all, and I've spent like eleven hundred quid getting over here, and I've spent all my money. I phone the missus, I'm almost in tears because uh, there's only two places where I can get Wi-Fi at the gym. So I'm outside in my car like, oh, I think I've messed up here. Come on, spend all that money, blah, blah, blah. Um, she said, just go and have a drink on Venice Beach. Just go and have a drink. So I took this lad, who's a breakdancer, um, dead random, down to, the, down to Venice Beach. And uh, I had about three or four cocktails, right? And I'd arranged to uh, do this sparring with Frank Grillo in the morning, but he wasn't there. So I thought he'd shit out, like... So I went back in the afternoon to, uh, obviously, because I was getting a lift back there, back to, I was staying with Tony at the time. And when I went in, he was there. So you see that video of me doing some prancing around in the ring. I was actually drunk. So <laughs> but the opportunity arose at that, at that actual time. And, uh, and now looking back at it, he said to me, listen, when you get back to the UK, he said, tag me in everything, blah, blah, blah. Put my name in it. He said, I'll tag American top team in it and all this. I thought, oh, fuck it. I'm retiring. That's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm retiring. Uh, I get back and I spend like four days on this one Instagram post. I'm like Googling the best hashtags to put on the right time of day to put it on and all this shit. I tag him in. I tag all these fan groups in and all that. Fucking nothing. Absolutely Nothing. <laughs> After all that, he didn't even acknowledge it. So now I think it would have been better if I'd have just hammered him and just had a full-on proper scrap, you know what I mean? Because that yeah. would have gone viral, wouldn't it? <laughs> gone viral on its own. <laughs> Matt, I, I didn't realise I'd seen you trained him and then I hadn't linked it and then I watched Kingdom and then I yeah. realised... Yeah, it's him from Kingdom, yeah. that That's him from Kingdom. And, and yeah. then in season three, uh, what's he called? Um, shit. The character who gets shot and he uh, he's a singer as well. Spoilers. Jonas, Jonas brother. Jonas. Yeah, 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 yeah. He talks about Manchester in season three. And really? Yeah, and he's like, Manchester's like this rough city because he starts he, he's, his character. He's 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 gay and, and he he's not come out yet and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And he and he starts seeing this guy who's from Manchester. And, he, and he's like, oh, yeah, Manchester's like this rough place in England. And I just thought, I wonder if that's because you kick fuck out of him. <laughs> Maybe, you never know, do you? If that, was the, if that was the inspiration behind it. You know what? You know what's good about that, though, is they've actually um, got it right. You know, because when, when Americans do the whole English thing, it's their cup of tea and the, and the finger up and all that shit. Yeah. And, oh, and that's what they think we're like. Like, we, we're like Tudors and shit. Yeah. yeah. Our manners and uh, smoke pipe and, you know. Mm. So he's got it right. He's got it bang on there. That's one of the things that's always impressed me so much about 
Jeff, Tony Jeffries. He's not one bit tried to get rid of his accent because if you don't know who Tony Jeffries is, he was a, oh. a, 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 a GB Olympic boxer, but he's from the Northeast, isn't he? He's got a yeah. thick accent and, he, and he's running a top business out in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loads of celebrities, loads of people going to his gyms and he's just and, jawed as fuck. And people just can understand the word he's saying. <laughs> but they can. <laughs> <laughs> Every course I've ever been on with him, like, people are like, what did he just say? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Right. So that's a little bit about Matt. He's done a bit of everything and he's not scared of fucking getting involved with whatever's going on. Not scared of it, no. How long have you been a PT as well, Matt? You've been you've done the rounds, you? you've been in you've been in the game a long time. Yeah, it's uh it'll be going on sixteen or seventeen years. Sixteen years, I think it is now. I think it was like uh two thousand when I started university, it was just to make money whilst I was at university, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's what that's what got me into it in the beginning. And then, you know what? I loved it. And I just never left it since, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've been everywhere. I've been, you know, in the chain gyms, trying to make it work. And But most, the majority of the time, I've been self-employed in that time. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, yeah. we'll get straight into it. Then we're going to get into the serious, well, semi-serious stuff we're going to talk about. Good job, so. I, made, good job I made some notes, innit? Yeah. Have you made some? Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, piss poor uh, piss poor preparation or something. What, what's the word now? <laughs> Failed to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah, yeah, that's one. That's them. something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, so first one. What is the best bit of business advice you have you have ever been given? Um, you obviously this is a positive one. So feel free to give them a shout out if there's a person that you've got in your mind or anything. There's there's a few and and Rick you're part of this one. Um, remember? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, fitness. I didn't do that just because of this as well. You know, mm-hmm. it is true. Remember, uh, you you used to be part of what was it called? And I can't remember. Don't mention names. No names. No names. But there was like a, a thing where you'd go and train with uh, other PTs who come and sit around the table and you do some training with them and then put them into gyms and stuff like that. So you had a connection there. I used, to, I used to recruit and trade up PTs for a business, didn't I? That's it. That's the one. And on that business course, um, one of the best bits of advice was, and it was all about capturing people's names, it was um, like a sheet of paper with <clears throat> the time of day on. I always say it. On all, on all these podcasts I've been on, I always say it. Uh, a sheet of paper with the time of day on, um, the name of the person, and a memorable feature. But, you know, so somebody walks in the gym and uh, you're like, okay, it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, it's Pete. And then you get a pattern of 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, it's Pete. You go back to your form, Pete. If someone had seen this form, I'd have been in shit because <laughs> it was all stuff that, that meant stuff to me. So Pete looks like Harry Potter, came in at 11 o'clock with his pink T-shirt on. Uh, <laughs> Jane came in at uh, 12 o'clock, um, I'm not going to say, but you know what I mean? I had <laughs> and that was from that, that company that, that I did the training on there. And that was one of the best bits of advice because it meant that I knew everyone's name when they came in. And that mm-hmm. separates like you from somebody else because um, even now, even now, um, I'll walk away. I've had that many hits to the head. Like, I, I forget names as soon as you told me, you know, I'm like, all right, what was that person's name? Half the time, I'll voice note it to the missus, but that was kind of the same thing, you know? Yeah. So that, that was one, and there's, there's another one. So courtesy of Rick Moylan, um, another one was 
from Tony Jeffries, and he does a little business bit on his course that he does. Um, and that was just be everywhere. Like, so uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of it, everything, like be everywhere so that nobody can avoid your name. It pops up left, right, and center everywhere. Like, I don't know, there's a, there's a thing I, I, I went on, uh, Russell Brunson and the ClickFunnels thing. Mm-hmm. I cannot escape this guy. Wherever I go, he is. I feel like he's on my shoulder or, you know, if I... If I turn my phone on, the first advert that comes on, I don't know. He does. Well, I do know he does it because he trains people how to do it. Yeah. But he's everywhere, and and you know that just helps build a name. So podcasts, uh, Instagram, blah blah blah. So those are the two biggest best bits of advice I've I've had over the years. Yeah, that's good. We talk about that first one a lot, don't we? Like we obviously still deal with PTs in commercial gyms, and if you're in a commercial gym and Everybody, everyone in your, or the way I always put it is if everyone in your ideal demographic doesn't know who you are and what you do, then you're yeah. doing it wrong. Everybody needs to know who you are and what you do and what you specialize in. And everybody who is out of your demographic needs, could do with knowing that as well, really. So they can point their friend to you, their workmate, their sister, whoever wants to train. They, oh, I was speaking to this nice guy, Matt, at the gym, and he does this, this, and this. It'll be great for you. It, well, it's never going to hurt. Wait, innit? Yeah. And the name means everything. Remembering somebody's name just creates that connection straight away. Massive, that. Some, someone did it to me down at um, the, the paddle club down there. This gym, by the way, is phenomenal. Like, I thought I was in good shape until I went in this gym. And like <laughs> everyone who's everyone is in there. Like I thought, what have I got? I've got the bodybuilding route. Yeah? Everyone's IFBB pro. Okay, I've not got the bodybuilding route. What have I got the boxing? I've got uh, Tom Stalker. I've got Kerry Davis, boxing coach. I've got... Uh, Luke Barnett, the UFC fighter. Nice. Just all down there. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, shit, I ain't got that. Um, so, and one woman in particular said to me over there, I've only met her once as well. She said, uh, how's Anna? And I was like, she's only met Anna for like 30 seconds, huh? Yeah. Uh, but she's remembered her name. And she said, see you later, Matt. And I was like, see you later, mate. Yeah. I felt like a right asshole. I thought, shit, <laughs> I remember my name, but I don't remember her name. So I've had to go on a whole Instagram stalking mission and, Make sure a, a name's stuck in my head now, you know. Yeah, makes a big. But how impressive, like that she remembered my name and she remembered my missus's name as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, Men. and now she's stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if at any point I was on out, right, it, it happens all the time. I was doing a class. I got my first class ever over here, yeah, and um, and. My missus says, you did all right tonight. You didn't zone out uh, as much as you usually do. She said, but I know when it's coming. Like, I'll just go into another fucking world of all of my own. And do you know what? In the class. I had a client who I was telling, I was trying to liken it to uh, meditation, if you like, um, just mm-hmm. a complete zoning out. My missus would be like, where are you? I can't even hear her voice. Like, it's so peaceful. And I'll say when she snaps me out of it, I'll say, well, I was enjoying that up until you, you pulled me out of it. <laughs> Until I spoke to a client who's a doctor and they were saying, I don't mean to alarm you, Matt, but it's also um, a strong indicator of early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> so every time it happens now, I'm like, ah, come on, snap out of it. I said when we were off air, didn't I? I'm not saying nothing in this. Lloyd's <laughs> got the questions. I'm just sitting here and listening. We we go way back. So I'm here for the value, Matt. You just carry on, honestly. There you go. <laughs> hey, we got a good we got a good one next as well. So the next one is uh what is the worst bit of advice you've ever been given or heard being given to a uh fitness professional? 
Um, so the worst bit of advice was actually um, involving myself, and it was when I first started out, and I was working in a, a private studio. And bearing in mind, right, um, I come from Wardle Village, yeah, and it's like a, oh, like a maybe a little bit of farming village or whatever, you know, right mm-hmm. at the foot of the pennant. Oh, it's beautiful and all that, but it's boring as fuck, right? And so when, when I first started out, I didn't know what a checkbook was. I didn't know how to write a check. I didn't know about payments. I didn't know about tax or VAT and all this shit. Um, I was just like, so when I went to work at this studio, yeah, and obviously I know what was going on now, but I used to get paid every week. I used to put the hours in and I used to get paid every week. And what they told me, um, so when you get your money, she said, you get half in a check and you get half in cash, right? She said, don't put the cash in the bank. She said, that's yours to spend. Um, just make sure you put the the check in the bank, right? So for the first like three years of me as a PT, right? I'd all this cash and I thought like I was a fucking billionaire, but I had nothing in the bank, you know what I mean? So I was just going and spending cash, right? They said, spend this cash, right? You know, because uh, I'm not supposed to put it in the bank. It's all right, because I put the check in the bank. But it might be like, I don't know, two or three hundred quid in cash, an hundred quid in a check, you know what I mean? So there was only hundred quids going in in the bank. So I quickly learned that that wasn't going to, um, but, but I would say quickly, got me into bad habits for at least a couple of years, you know, mm-hmm. until I actually left there. And then I was like, hang on a minute. And then I started knowing about 40% tax brackets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? So I knew what was going on there, but I didn't at the time. So that is the um, one worst piece of business advice I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Don't put your money in the bank. Don't put your money in the bank. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just spend yeah. it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. Happy days. Champagne, anyone? <laughs> yeah. how often does payment systems come up on this podcast mate Absolutely. it's such an integral part of running a business and um it's not taught in, in the in the culture of uh coaching is it of pt it's taught no, it, right. it's just left to it see the thing is if you're in if you're in this industry right you're not in it for the money really because you know there will be money com- that comes along but you're in it because you love doing it and you love working mm-hmm. with people and stuff like that. So the, the money comes along, but it, it's secondary to the satisfaction you get from working with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like a byproduct of it. Like after my missus goes mad sometimes. She's like, you need to be getting paid for this. You need to be <laughs> mad at me. I'm like, I will, I will. You'll see. Like I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and people will pay me. Like the money will come. I'm not even worried about the money, but yeah, well, that if I look like I've got Tourette's, I've not got Tourette's. It's, it's these flies out here. <laughs> I can see. I'm just like this. Aren't they? <laughs> but apparently, when, and now, when the you were first come here, so we just is it frozen? Is it still frozen? No, no we've back. got you now. We've got you back. We've got you back. Obviously, you're out, you're out in yeah. Mar- you're out in Marbella, so you know it is. Um, you know what happened? It might be yeah. it's still. Mm. It says my connection is unstable. And I get off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> she got off the Wi-Fi now. All right. I'll turn my phone off the Wi-Fi as well. <laughs> so, you know, um, as as the listeners, <laughs> as the listeners are clearly gathering, Matt does it Matt's way. <laughs> See. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. No, no yeah. apologies. There is big <laughs> no apologies. No, absolutely not. You, you've never tried to 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 
you've always stood out, you've always been you, you've always been unique, you've always been, you've always brought a lot of personality to coaching, a lot of energy, um, you know, and, and, and I can imagine, obviously me and Lloyd know you well, you've been on our mentoring programme as well. No, yeah. no two days are ever the same with you, are they? I guess not. It's just because I'm, I'm just buzzing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The proper Manchester word there, I'm just buzzing. I'm happy. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm happy. Like, yeah. you know? I was happy when them mosquitoes were getting you then, mate, because it's pissing <laughs> down here, you know? So. Still <laughs> are. Like, my, leg, my leg's been butchered. <laughs> Good. I, come, I might come... I might come inside because I might get a better uh, a better signal, you know, from the Wi-Fi. Okay, go on. I'll yeah, just come inside. I did this room up. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm not really cruel to my wife. Right, I'm inside now. We're all good. Yeah. yeah. So, for that. let's get on to the next one. That worst pay- payment system comes up all the time. We have covered it in depth. I think it was episode one or two. Yeah, really early on. Um, yeah. If you, if anyone wants more on that, it's come up again. Another top PT saying it's a shit thing to do. Listen to us. Listen, listen to him. To come on, <laughs> come on. And then, so number three, we're on, aren't we? So yeah. I'm going to take you back to seeing yourself as you're getting self-employed. Let's say when you leave the um, that studio that gave you that shit advice, you've left there. Yeah. And you meet yourself at that point. What advice are you giving yourself to get a, a great business going straight after that? Just be yourself again. Just be yourself and uh, take your time and go and read everything, and then reread it all, and then go and just go and do the journey. Like regardless, it's been what 15, 16 years, and uh, yeah, just don't try and rush anything. Like there's two girls here. Um, they just opened up their own studio. One's 21, one's 25. Like I'm, I'm like, I was just nowhere near that grown up or that tuned in at that age. I, di- I didn't give a mm. shit, you know. I was out drinking, I was out mm. partying, but I'm glad I did that because, you know, um, as you can tell, I've got a few stories to tell from from those days. Mm. And, and it, I guess all of that leads to all the success with clients now because if a client comes up and says, I've been to this place or I did this, I'm not saying chances, but chances are I've, I've got relatability to those people like now because of all the mad stuff I've done over the years. So um, I would say don't rush things. Um, don't believe everything you read. Um, <laughs> but go and do it anyway because it's funny. Like when I look back now and I was fucking Viper Man, um, uh-huh. well, remember them tubes them yeah. rubber tubes come Good on yeah. <laughs> I was Viper Man and I was told that <laughs> come on Viper Man um, I mean kettlebells still have the place so kettlebells are cool and TRX was good um, at the time but I guess you have to go and find out for yourself like I can't yeah. say it any other way I would say get into the social media side of things and like I said before, be everywhere to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, but just go and make all the mistakes you can make yeah. Um, yeah. and then just learn from them all because it's fucking funny, isn't it? So look back. <laughs> but you, le- think- you learn loads from it as well. You learn about the shit mistake oh. you made. That's why you, we can even, why you're even having this conversation with us because you've made a load of mistakes. It's what we always say. The only reason we tell PTs 
anything now because we made all the mistakes first. We're trying exactly. to help them. And then, yeah. and then you're going to watch their mistakes as well. Who knows what it will be now? So they, they took the Viper tube, right? And then uh, they, they made it a solid thing and then put water in it. And oh, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. A swoosh thing or something. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, but I fell for the story behind it. Um, in fact, at one point, I think I was power plate man. Mm-hmm. And why is it always fucking Russian astronauts? Why is, it always, <laughs> why is it always why is it always NASA like I don't get it yeah. but, That's, but it, it's impressive isn't it I, we, I've had that comes in before they link anything to NASA and you go oh fucking hell NASA use it I'm in I'm in I'm in yeah send so, me a, send me to the moon <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this part all the time it's doing your time isn't it yeah. being legit doing your, say, time. Yeah, doing your time exactly, exactly. Yeah. just Take, go through the motions and, and enjoy it and you know, if you're Some in it, people now, I've come straight out of uni. We've over the, the years, we've worked with loads of people that come straight out of uni. I'll come straight off a course and they think, right, I'm going to be an Instagram celebrity trainer. I'm going to have my own gym. And they all, it, it, it's as if it's attainable right now. And it's, and for a lot of people, it's not. As you said, you've got to go through it. You've got to learn the process exactly. first. You've got to learn yourself first. That's the way of the world as well. Like yeah. everyone wants everything and they want it right now. Yeah. And some people do get it right now. And you're like, you know, ass off to, to people. You know, they do get it right right now. And mm-hmm. they learn as they're going along as well. So, you know, at, at the end of it, they, they've kind of skipped a bit, but learn on, on the way anyway, like, yeah. and benefited from it. But as well, I'd say, um, don't be afraid to network, like, yeah. because so many of my you know, things that I deem really cool, like stuff like this, you know, it's, it's through networking, it's through knowing people, it's mm-hmm. through speaking to people. And, you know, I never would have reached out to people when I was younger and, and thought that I'd have anything to say on a podcast or, you know, or, um, or anything like that or a live video or something, mm-hmm. you know. I, but at some point, like maybe... Six years ago, I'll tell you what, at what point, having to get media attention from my work as a trainer to go and work in America. Now, the, mm. the need for me to do that was so strong that I had to overcome so many, um, so much fear. And, um, and, the, and the main fear was asking people for stuff, you know, because I don't want to be an head peck to anyone. But I need media attention from work as a trainer. My friend plays football, right? I level football, but could I ask him to do something for me that might have meant that yeah. I'd get a story in the, in the, yeah. in the newspaper it, it, that meant I'd be one step closer to my, to my visa? I couldn't, you know? But then but to my surprise, when I did actually ask, guess what? It was like, oh, yeah, cool, no problem. So, and then, yeah. and then it's a case of just repetition then, isn't it, you know? One leads yeah. to another, leads to another, leads to another. So network, network, network. Like right? now, I've said that right. I'm just going to get my head pecked off yeah, a lot of uh, off a lot of Yeah, but mate, listen, you know, I, I, a um, couple of things there. We talk about and the number. The numbers are relevant. This was what came up uh, from another pal of ours. But it takes years to become an overnight success, doesn't it? It yeah. takes many, many years to become an overnight success, and and. And, you know, it's fascinating for me, and I'm, I'm sure Lloyd as well, um, watching you now, because as a one-to-one coach, you were always, this was you and this was who you were and all that. And, and we remember when you came to us with um, asking about, you know, more media attention and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things we, we worked on with you was public speaking. 
And at the yeah. time, you that mean? that's me. It's all right, no, no. I thought it was me. I was like, shit, I'm in. Absolutely, <laughs> do my head in. But I, I'm trying to speak to you and not uh, and not switch my phone onto airplane. I'm just going to do it now. But um, sorry about that. But um, fucking professionalism 101. <laughs> you know I, mean? I just thought it was me. I thought, shit, <laughs> my phone's outside. Maybe it's me. Um, we we worked on, on public speaking and, and you were like, ah, ah. And, and then... To see where you're at now, where you, you're doing podcasts and you're teaching seminars and you're traveling the world and all that kind of stuff, you know, that, that shows that, for me, it's about facing up to your areas of development as well. You know, mm -hmm. you've yeah. always been a top class uh, to embarrass you, brilliant on the mitts, good boxer, you know, kickboxer, coach, all those kind of things. But we were like, when you came to us, we were like, okay, what can't you do? And, yeah. and it's, it's having that ability to look at yourself and go, okay, this is where I need to improve as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is like kind of like what they do in sports psychology, isn't it? With that, what's that thing called now with the circles in it? And you rate yourself on uh, the, what do you call that? It's a wheel of life. Yeah. A wheel of life, yeah. But uh, I guess like speaking to strangers and stuff like that would have been lower down on my, on my scale, but you only get better when you, when you do it, you know? Yeah, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. You're putting some work into it, you're only going to get better. Especially when in this industry, as you've already said, a lot of people, most people get into this industry because they like to be around people. They like to meet new people. They like to be sort of out there, like outgoing. So the getting over the barrier of public speaking generally is doable for most PTs. You know what I mean? So many people have an issue with it that we deal with and then, Later on, it becomes nothing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought to debate this the other day about anxiety. And uh, remember those days when you'd go on a course and you'd have to sit around in a circle. And the hardest part of the course was, Hi, my name's Matt I'm from Manchester, right? And you'd fucking shit your <laughs> pants all the way around. I'd be like sweating. I'd be like looking at the door, <laughs> that door, and they could just introduce me themselves later, you know, or just say hi to people later. And mm. they're going round, and it's that person's turn, it's that person's turn. And you only have to say your name and where you're from, but the, the level of anxiety that, that leads up to that point, and then you say it, <laughs> and then you laugh at yourself because it was just like, that was. <laughs> just, just like teaching a seminar, just like approaching a, a person on the gym floor you've never met before. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Goes back to all of that. So Rick mentioned some of then, and it's a question we had for you, but I'm going to bring it forward a little bit. Um, so obviously we've already discussed your history in uh, martial arts and a couple of different uh, fighting skills. And a lot of people go from one to the other, me and Rick included as well, from a boxing background or boxing enthusiast into the gym and then try and make that part of the business. Um, you've done it. Very well, groups, one-on-one, -on -one, all sorts. Um, what advice would you give to somebody with boxing knowledge or previous boxing experience transitioning to be a PT or a coach on how to use that skill to progress the business? Um, it's a difficult one because like, not everyone that comes from the world, what you've got to remember is like, if you're a boxer, um, you've had them itself for you a lot of the time, you know, and then... Um, and you've been in a in a gym where you're surrounded by your peers. Um, so when you take that person out and you put a pair of mitts on them and you say, coach this person, 
uh, how to throw a jab or how to throw a hook or or something like that. And they don't get it. Like you can see they get frustrated by it. Like, how can you not get this? And and it, you've got to look at it from a dip. You've got to look at it from, I don't know, Sue, who's 52. Sue's 52, the rhymes, doesn't it? Sue's <laughs> come to you for uh, some pad work and you're an ex-boxer and, you know, um, you can't do it the same as you do it in the gym. You've got to slow no. it all down and you've got to break it all down. And then that comes down to personable skills as well. Um, it, it don't always tie over straight away and mm. vice versa, like, because I think, you know, boxers have a stigma about... Uh, about personal trainers teaching people how to box and but mm. and they get a bee in the bonnet about it like god yeah, they shouldn't yeah. be teaching people but what they've got to remember is these people are never going to fight but it doesn't mean they're not allowed like to yeah. to go and hit mitts and get the benefits of the fucking training and stuff yeah. like that and they you know people get pulled out on the on the mitt working by boxers and they're like this is bang out of order you shouldn't be teaching people how to do it. why because sue wants to hit the pads yeah, you know yeah. And get a bit of a stress release. You know what I mean? Chill the fuck out. And, <laughs> and then it all becomes a, a, a battering match. So um, maybe do a, a PT qualification, you know? Mm. And uh, I'd say to people, start off with your friends and your family and, and you know, work your craft. Like, mm-hmm. People are shit hot at it in the mitts, but are they good at holding the mitts? Are they good at coaching yeah. that person, you know? Learning they, it, yeah. Um, you know, can they get over their own frustrations with how stupid Sue is by not being able to throw a jab? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would, I would say like... Balancing whether the, whether she needs to learn how to throw a jab, whether she just wants to throw a punch and feel good, like you say, and get the benefits of it. Exactly. Does she really need to learn it? Yeah. Dance around a little bit, you know. Throw a jab, picture her husband's face on the end of the mitt. <laughs> just get rid of some stress. Now, yeah. she's allowed to do that. Now, now me personally... I I really um, I really want them to come on as much as they can, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I've had kids who have been with me who were shit up on the pads. Mm-hmm. But I always said to them, look, I, I this is as far as it goes with me, you know. Mm-hmm. I can keep teaching you that. You can beat the shit out of me once a week if you want, um, and we'll do some sparring. That's great. But if you want to go any further, you're going to have to go to a club or go to a, you know, club, to a yeah. boxing club because that's. If that's where your journey, if you want to carry on it in mitts and putting together Instagram videos, that's cool. Let's do that. I'm all mm-hmm. for it. But if you want to go and fight or box, then that's the next step for you as a kid. Like not not 52 soon, but mm-hmm. as a kid, um, I'd say go and join the club. Like I know where um, the divide is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's being aware of that because it goes it goes both ways. Like you've hit it straight away. It's like what are they in it for? The client, what's in it for them? What what do they want from it? Like if, if they really want to learn it, then you can take them through that process. But now I've had it the, on the other side. So I've I do pad work with clients, and and I have the same sort of philosophy. Like does does Sue really need to learn it? Nah, she just wants to have a fight and have a little bit of a laugh and feel like she's swinging. And yeah. I've had it on the other side where I went. I was in Spain and I went for a padel lesson, and yeah. he's, te- he's teaching yeah. me this bully over and over and over again. And I'm—I mean, I've never played any racket sport, but I'm, I'd like to think I'm fairly athletic. I feel like I got it within ten attempts, but yeah. I did fifty. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this over forty? Yeah. Show me some yeah, more. Rally shit. going summer. Yeah, show me some cool shit that yeah. makes me feel like I'm, I'm, I'm having a laugh. And he was going textbook. L- lesson one is this. 
fucking Not uh, shot over and over and over again. And I've seen boxers do it, teaching people a jab and a one-two for 45 minutes and them just looking bored out of the mind, talking yeah, about yeah. the guard and stuff. It's, like, like it's, it's knowing your audience, isn't it, at the end of the day? Like, no. knowing who you've got in front of you. Now, if I've got a kid and he wants to... See, sometimes I'll get someone and I'll know that they're going to be shit. Well, you don't know, actually. Sometimes you get someone and you're like, holy mm. fuck, mm. you've done this before. or You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people surprise you all the time. But, um, <clears throat> see, I've gone. I've gone. What was the point? <laughs> I've gone completely. No, no, I think knowing your audience is great and, and, and yeah. just asking them, and, and you know what it is they're looking for? You've already said it. What? Yeah, exactly. Like you say, they, you know, they might not want to have world class footwork. They just want to release, uh, relieve some stress, and, and that's mm. it. You know. Yeah. So, um, what else have we got, Lloyd? We've got one. We've probably already touched on it, but um, it was about for a lot of our main audience on this is people that want to progress the business who are PTs, and um, if they are struggling with you know, maybe a bit of frustration, a bit of lack of business, not as many hours, marketing, things like that. The general sort of gripes from a PT, not doing exactly, not being exactly where they want to be, usually within a commercial gym. What would your advice be? I think, again, you've already touched on it. You're not busy enough, like, you're not, um, you're not approaching enough people. Like, you've got to ask yourself the the honest, I've been there myself, like, I do get a bit lazy every now and again, you know? Um, and I'm in danger of it happening out here. I don't really want to be that busy out here. I'd rather have a smaller client base that train more often. That's mm. what I'm looking for here because it's way more manageable. But, you know, but I'll end up like like always, I think. But I'm, I'm aware of it. But, you know, <clears throat> you've got to ask yourself honest questions. Are you doing everything you need to be doing? Like nine times out of ten, um, you'll be successful if you put the wheels in motion and you do the things... Like, are you driven enough? Are you targeting yourself? Are you, um, are you writing down targets to like? See, I used to write down a target, and speak to like ten. Just start off dead simple. Today, I'm going to speak to five people. I don't know, and I've not got no intention of getting any money out of them people at all. I'm just going to speak to five people and have a conversation with them. And in that conversation, I'm going to let them know that I work here. That's it, you know. And that's the end of it. And then I know, I know Dave's name. And next time Dave comes in, Dave goes, how are you doing, mate? Did you enjoy that thing at the weekend? Yeah, I enjoyed it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I seen you did some pad work with my friend. You know, and, th- and that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm doing it now. I'm here now. And I've come here and I'm like, I've got to start all over again, basically. You know, I've got some savings. So if I wanted, I could chill out for a bit, which I have done a bit of. Uh, <laughs> for the first, like three or four weeks since I've been out here, but it's been four weeks, right? So in that time, I've, it's been difficult because I'm back to square one again where I have that need for a, a client and money, yeah? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want it to grow organically, but I can't rest until I'm ticking over and, and stuff. So I... You can't force it. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't force it. You just got to let it unfold naturally. And uh, just if you're quiet, just fill your time up. Like grab someone off the floor and do some shit with them. And then you'll look busy. And guess what? Sue, who wanted to do some pads, will see that you were doing something with someone over there. And they'll be like, 
shit, that guy's always doing something with someone. He's always busy. And he must be the person I need to go to. Whether or not you are getting paid for it, it doesn't really matter. Appearances, uh, perception is reality, isn't it? You know, he's a busy guy. He's a busy PT. A lot. He, he trains a lot of people. Doesn't. I'm just chatting to Dave about the weekend I just had. And whilst yeah. I'm chatting to him, he's doing his set. But it looks like I'm busy now, you know. So it's almost like fake it till you make it, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be yeah, but I'm busy. I'm in the mind of the the client or the customer. Busy equals good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Just go. You know, go back to ask yourself the questions. If you if you're struggling and you're frustrated, are you doing everything that you could be doing? Are you are you learning something? It's taking the time to learn something. Are you reading books that are going to inspire you mm. and? make you pull your finger out a little bit? Are you reading books on business? Are you reading uh, this? Are you speaking to people? Are you networking like you could be doing, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it just comes down to being honest with yourself if you're struggling that's, and you're not getting the clients in. That's a big part of what you... What the whole thing, it can all come back to being honest, reflecting on what you're actually doing being yeah, honest yeah. and then targeting yourself properly. Like yeah. I, said, I love them little bits. I, me and Rick used to do this with PTs and when we used to manage a commercial gym together for that small time, that was one of the things we did regularly with the new coaches. Just go and speak to five people. You've got an hour. Five people you never spoke to before. Don't yeah. say anything other than your name's this and how are you doing. That's it. Off you go. Target people for stuff like that. That can very quickly go from five. How hard's five when you first start doing it? I've done it the same. But yeah. then before you know it, 15 ain't that hard. And then 20 and then five consultations becomes quite easy rather than fucking yeah, just talking. Yeah, yeah. It takes time, but it's targeting yourself. It's massive. You get to the point where you've got the bollocks, right, to go up to Phil Neville while he's face down on a, <laughs> on a fucking skill mill, pushing, like, fuck, make him take his headphones off to ask <laughs> him if he wants to do some pads. <laughs> you, get, you get above your station at some point oh, get them fucking earplugs out you're doing some pads with me <laughs> did you do it? no I didn't <laughs> he fucking pied me he pied me and then he got he got angry at me I thought you were going to get filled in you mate I don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny oh dear yeah. um, Matt you, you know you're in Marbella You've been around the industry a, a long time. I'm a player uh, in Marbella. Player in Marbella, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't say that too loud. <laughs> the plan is still hopefully America, right? You know what? Like, this is so much. I just trained a model by her pool in a big gaff there, yeah? Um, it doesn't really get much more LA than that. No. Nah. Apart from the connection to Tony and the boys over there, Stephen and Glenn, and you know, mm. my love for them guys is what would maybe. But I feel like this is LA, you know, this is what I was looking for. This is, I just yeah. wanted some dry weather. Remember when Boris said trainers can go outside and train people, yeah? yeah? And I was like, fucking great, I get to do my work again. Happy days, that's all I wanted. Uh, let's book in. Jill, let's book in on Saturday morning. Oh, it's pissing it down. I'm going to have to cancel. Oh, it's pissing it down. I'm going to have to cancel. I love the one-to-one stuff, you know? And uh, now I'm able to do it. And I think that's all I was looking for. All I was looking for was palm trees, the ocean, sunshine, and mountains, you know? And I feel like I've got it, you know? Mm. Um, 
I feel like I'm here in LA, whether I'm in LA or not. So I don't know right yeah. now. Let's just see how things go here. Just enjoying it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, loving it. Good. Good, good, good. Um, okay. Um, as always, you know, I mean, we could listen to you all day, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. mate. You, you were always great value. Um, loads of energy, loads of drive. The kind of person I'd want to train with. Sure, Lloyd is the same. Um, you know, but as always, we have to bring it to a close. Um, yep. Lloyd has done his time with the Mitchell brothers. We were laughing about that before. And or did, <laughs> did we agree whether it was the Mitchell brothers or Right Said Fred? I can't remember yeah. when we agreed. There's more than two in Right Said Fred. Don't include me in that shit. <laughs> God, they're still going just yet. <laughs> um, mate, you know, we wish you the absolute best out there. Um, we know you'll, we know you'll make it. How can people follow you and stuff? What's your Instagram and whatever? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, follow me on. You know what? Instagram's killing me these days. Right? The engagement, and they just want you to spend money with them, don't they? There's mm. one bit of advice. Save some money and spend it with Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's Matt, obviously. Matt underscore Nuttall with a one at the end, and it's two T's, two L's. Fucking Google me, bitch. <laughs> I couldn't have said that five years ago, which is pretty cool, isn't it? You know, yeah. that, that, I always say that um, when someone says, how can I find you? Just Google my name, you know. But this come annoying fucking photography fella will come up <laughs> first, right? I don't know how he does it, but um, it's not me. I'm the one just below him. <laughs> I'll put it all as usual in the descriptions of the uh, podcast and in YouTube. It'll all be there. The links will be there. So if you want to follow Matt, which I strongly recommend. Um, getting followed. It'll be there as always. My, my, mine and Rick's will be there as well. And if you have any more questions or anything that you ever want us to talk about, it's uh, fitnessbusinessadvice at gmail.com and we'll get to you there. Um, but besides that thanks everything Matt very good thanks. thank you very much I appreciate Cheers, that mate. thank you have a good time enjoy the sunshine yeah thank you <laughs> see you soon mate see you soon see you later bye see you later.